Hello, welcome to the Prayer of Victory. I am Mona. I am your host, your, your greeter this morning, who have joined the call that would like to say good morning. Now is the time to do so. Hello, who's there? Who's there? Walking in our truth. Who are you? Hello, welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anybody out there that would like to say good morning? This is the time to say good morning. I would love to hear your sound and just love on you. Hi, who out there? Good morning. Hey, sister, what you doing, girl? What you doing? Call. You call? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, I love you. I'll see you um in about an hour. Now. I love you. Everybody okay? Everybody okay, sister? Everybody okay? Hello, welcome to Declare Victory. I am Mona. I am the greeter this morning. Has anybody joined the call that would like to say good morning? Now is the time to do so. We would love to hear your sound. We just want to love on you. Good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Hey, Susie. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing real well. How are you? I'm doing good, too, sister. I'm doing good. Good. So happy to be on the wake up living. Amen, amen. And then I heard the song this morning, now it's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I so understand that. Yeah. <laughs> you have a wonderful and glorious day. You too, Susie. You too. God bless you. You too. Hello, hi, welcome to Declare Victory. I am Mona, I'm your greeter this morning. Is anybody out there that just want to say good morning? This is the time to do so. We just want to love on you. We would love to hear your sound. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Mona. I'm Brother Michael. Hey, how, how are you doing, Brother Michael? I am good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Have a blessed you. day. Likewise. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, it's Diane. Hey, Diane, how you doing? Good morning. I'm good. Happy, happy Wednesday. Yeah, well, down with. <laughs> I'm excited. Mm. 
Hello, welcome to Declare Victory. I'm Mona, you guys. I am your greeter this morning. This is a time where we just say good morning, just love on each other, and just say hi. This, if anybody out there would like to just say good morning, we would love to hear your sound. Come on, say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dee Dee. How you doing, sister? Oxygen. I just finished my class, so I'm going to go on mute. Oh, okay, go ahead and breathe. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Mona. Good morning, everyone. It's Deidre. Good morning. Hi, Deidre. Good to hear your sound this morning. And to hear that love in your voice. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. It's Moni. Oh, Moni in the middle, y'all. Hey, Moni. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> good morning, Moni. Doing good. <laughs> My home girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good morning, Hello, it's Prosperous the... Pam. Hey, Prosperous, how you doing? How good you was coming? How you doing? Good morning. I'm good. How are you good. doing? I'm doing good. Good to hear Wonderful. your sound this morning, sister. Good to hear your Great sound. Great to hear yours too. Yes. Good morning, family. That's for sure. Hi, Rochelle. I was just about to say good morning, anybody out there. Good morning. Good to hear your sound, too, sister. How are you doing this morning? I'm blessed. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Have a good day, lady. You too. Hello. Welcome to Declare Victory. I am Mona. I am your, your um, greeter this morning. Have anybody out there that would like to say good morning? This is the time we do it. We just say good morning and love on each other. Hello. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. It's Bernice. Good morning, Bernice. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, welcome to the Hi, Hello, welcome to Declare Victory. Is anybody out there that would like to say good morning? This is the time to say good morning, you guys. Please, we would love to hear your sound. Good morning. Good morning, Mama. Good morning. Who's 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 sound out here? It's Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hey, lady. Good morning. Good to hear your sound, sister. Hello, welcome to Declare Victory. If anybody out there that would like to say good morning. This is the time that we say good morning to each other and just love on each other. Please say good morning. We would love to hear your sound. Good morning, Mr. Sonia. Hey, good morning, Sonia. How you doing, sister? I am wonderful. Yes, that voice is really just brightening up. Thank you. Mm. Woke my game up for sure. 
Yes, God is good, y'all. Y'all just don't yes, know. Amen, Lord. amen. He is so awesome. We serve an awesome Father who loves us good so morning. much. He got us a, He got us on the wake up list, y'all. Good morning. Who just said good morning? Hi, it's Barb out of Lodi. Blessings of Hi, Barb out of Lodi. Good morning. Good to hear you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, you guys, it's this time where um, our pastor called the valuable. Valuable, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Love you. Love you, too. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. This month, we have been going through the theme entitled Wisdom, and we hope you have been blessed. Next month, the new theme is Build It. So please tune in to hear from our talented and gifted declares. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. You can do so by visiting declarevictory.org, paypal.me forward slash declarevictory, or cash app, which is dollar sign Declare Victory. We pray many blessings by Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are two new prayer requests from the app, and they're both from Diane Templeton. The first prayer request is she's asking for prayer for the Templeton family, for their loved one, Mary Templeton, who was taken off of life support. And the next prayer request from Diane is for Alma Thomas, who is in the hospital right now. So let's keep them lifted up. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments, which will be hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Corporate prayer and corporate praise by Sonia. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture today is from Daniel chapter 2, verse 23. I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Sonia, if you're praying, we can't hear you. I'm coming right on in. Father God of heaven, Father God of heaven, as we come before thy throne of grace, we thank you, God, for this morning. We thank you, God, for your gracious love. Father, we thank you for the joy that is being restored right now, Father. And as I humbly come before thy throne of grace, O God, I ask that you rid me of everything that is not of you and move it out of the way. As I humbly and but boldly come before thy throne of grace, O God. Father, I come before you with thanksgiving in my heart, Lord God, for that which is being restored, Lord God. 
I come before you, Lord God, for that what is being redeemed, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God, for that what is being manifold and being restored and being exposed, Lord God. And Lord God, and I thank you, Lord God, for the plans that you are giving our children, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. And as we begin to stand up, Lord God, and use that which you have given us, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for showing us how to use our words properly, my Heavenly Father, not just on the days that have gone past, but for this day that we are coming into and going forth in, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. As you open up our eyes, my Heavenly Father, this day, Show us the plans that you have for us to do this day, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, as we go forth, my Heavenly Father, show us how to use our hands properly, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Show us where our feet must go, my Heavenly Father, and show us where we must walk and go forth, my Heavenly Father. As we are in our houses, my Heavenly Father, as we go on our jobs, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. As you cover our children, my Heavenly Father, you cover our parents, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Speak to us as you have never spoken to us before, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Open up our hearts and minds to understand better, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord, show us how to write the words and make the vision plain, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, go and ask where Mary is, my Heavenly Father, where Alma Thomas is, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Send your angels, my Heavenly Father. Send your virtue of healing, my Heavenly Father. Send your virtue of joy and peace, my Heavenly Father. Your healing virtue, my Heavenly Father. Let it be, let it resound, Lord God, and not just only in the heavens, but in the earth, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, when you step in, things happen, my Heavenly Father. Let your word speak and let it resound, Lord God, so loud that the earth will tremble, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. We ask that you bless those that are attached to those, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. As we go in, my Heavenly Father, Lord God, we know about the third part as it speaks in your word in Zechariah, Lord God. We know, we know not about the first part or the second part. That is not understood, but we are going to understand it by and by, my Heavenly Father. Let wisdom speak, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. But what most, most is most important, my, my Heavenly Father, is the praise that rises up in us, my Heavenly Father. This day, Lord God, let us give you thanks as we push back from our tables, Lord God. Let what you have given us, the heart's desire, my Heavenly Father, but most importantly, let your plans be, my Heavenly Father. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord. You are our strength and our redeemer, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. As we are who you are and ask us to be, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. And as we begin to take our phones off of me, Lord God, let the worship arise, my Heavenly Father. Let the praise Thank arise, you, my Jesus. Heavenly Father, Lord God. Hallelujah. I ask you, Lord God. Glory, hallelujah. Lord God, little by little, 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 little by Little by little, 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 little by little
Dion, it's in your hands. Let's give her a minute. Thank you. Yes, God. I will bless your name, Lord God. And your praise shall continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall be glad. Mm-hmm. 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 
Amen, amen, and amen. My apologies, guys. I am uh, multitasking this morning. Good morning, God morning, and great morning. Happy Wednesday to each of you. Um, thank you for my uh, my texts and my my calls. <laughs> um, my morning started really, really early, so I lost track of time. Again, my apologies. Well, certainly there is a word from the Lord this morning. Um, thank you all for bearing with me with my simultaneous days. Um, I believe that God is super strategic about how he does what he does. And um, I'm, I'm actually excited about today's teaching um, as it will prepare us to move into um, our next series, which is simply build it. Uh, we got a couple of days prior to that, but I figured I'd tackle um, a, a pretty hefty demon. <laughs> um, I think it'll be something that each and every one of us can relate to, um, and some of the disciplines that that actually operate with that function. Um, and so, again, you guys, bear with me. We will have several different scripture references uh, for this morning's teaching. So if you have your Bible handy, that'll be great. Uh, if you have not done so already, it would be awesome if you tag somebody, uh, share this information with somebody. Um, and even if you don't do it until later, uh, that's still fine. I have feeling it is going to empower uh, someone this morning. And if you guys would humor me for just a brief moment, um, I am going to switch uh, systems that I'm using to talk. So give me just one quick second. Amen, amen, and amen again. It'll take me a little bit more effort than I thought, so I'll, I'll do it strategically. Um, nevertheless, uh, this morning's topic is um, wisdom regarding kingdom wealth. So wisdom regarding kingdom wealth or uh, wisdom regarding kingdom economics. <clears throat> amen, kingdom economics. And as we prepare to go into the Build It series, um, there are some things that I want us to consider. There are some things I want you to honestly take to heart and begin to meditate on them and ask God um, how to navigate this next season how to um, pull you into a different place regarding your finances. The reality is 
uh, that most of us uh, on any given day can err in our hearts regarding to our finances or our riches. And, and the truth is that there are certain things that God wants to do in and through us. But until we get to a particular place uh, with regard to posture of heart, it is impossible for him to do everything that he desires to do. Uh, really quick, uh, if you've not done so, uh, if you would be kind enough to make sure that your line is muted, make sure that your line is muted. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and yeah, now I can change. I did not realize that you had uh, you had dropped out. <clears throat> Amen. So as we begin to move into um, the Build It series, we've been talking about wisdom now. Uh, this is the fourth week. We've been talking about how uh, how to execute things in wisdom and in love, how to navigate our lives using general principles in wisdom. And when you understand that the kingdom plain and simply operates um, through systems, principles, and precepts, it really begins to change how you identify your own life. It really begins to um, change in context and in texture. It changes how you view things and how you feel things, how you receive and perceive a thing. Um, there are several things that we have to uh, unlearn <clears throat> as God begins to move us into truth in love, as God begins to empower us in different arenas of our lives. And what I have come to understand, now mind you, keeping in mind, innately, I am a giver, right? Not everybody has that, um, that, that thing. Uh, some people are a little bit more, as my grandmother would call it, tight with their coins, right? Some people don't necessarily have the gift of giving. There, There is literally a gift of giving spiritually. Now, before I even begin to go into this teaching, I need you to understand this is not a hustle. I'm not, this is not me asking for change. This is me preparing you for the next phase of your growth and development in kingdom. And whether or not you understand this, the reality is the, the more you are financially responsible, the more tender it exposes that your heart is, right? So we've all heard this, this said millions of times before, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so when we talk about kingdom 
econ or kingdom economics, we talk about the reality that uh, the kingdom systems and or principles set in place for us to prosper um, do not look like the world system. Uh, they have a tendency to oppose what the world system looks like, right? Um, they have a tendency also to expose your heart as an individual or an independent. Uh, it, it, it tells you a little bit about uh, what is most important, what you value over this or that. And so wisdom associated with it tells you how big, uh, how wide, and how far you can build and grow. Um, there, there is a scripture in Luke that says, what man uh, that builds a house does not consider the cost prior to building it. Um, that's just kind of common sense, but we all know that uh, sense is not always common, right? So that's Luke 14 and 28. Suppose one of you wants to build a house or a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Now, while that refers to literal finances or resources, the truth is you have to ask yourself some nonsensical questions concerning your heart, concerning your objective, concerning your motive, concerning your intent, and concerning the end result, right? There are things that we think about. Um, I have been an entrepreneur for you know, 90, 100, well, not 100, 90% of my life, um, I believe that the Lord allowed me to experience um, corporate America simply because he wanted to teach me how to apply certain principles. He wanted to teach me how to do, quote unquote, big business. I worked for one of the largest uh advertising and or marketing companies in the country. Uh, it was a Fortune 500 company, and it was amazing, amazing training, uh, uh, training, right? And so I'm very grateful that I had that opportunity. It changed a lot about how I saw and understood business. And so um, I, I want to give that gift to some of you as God is beginning to um, expand us, as God is beginning to stretch us. I want to make sure uh, that you know that there are certain things that have to happen as long as you employ the primary principles of kingdom living and kingdom building. Amen. So let me start by saying this kingdom math makes absolutely no sense. You guys have heard me say this on several different occasions. Kingdom math is borderline retarded, right? Kingdom math will make you feel like you are kind of crazy. Is anybody other than me during the course of this quote unquote pandemic uh, prospering financially? Is anybody else, uh, do you feel the, the shifting where there is a literal probably one of the greatest economic shifts in my time, in my 48 years, 
I mean, now mind you, I've had it before, but I had it. I made it. I established it. I founded it. It was my idea. They were my talents and gifts that um, empowered me to quote unquote get it. But how many of you know that it's one thing to get it, but it's an entirely different thing to keep it and to have it established in the rooting and the grounding of principal things. Amen. Um, and so as we go in, this is a great place. Seriously. Um, I don't, I don't always suggest that you take notes. Um, but I'm going to suggest that you do, if you are interested, um, in shifting your financial situation, because see this, this not only will shift your money, it will shift your growth and your development. It will shift your growth and your development, right? Um, it's one of the things that changed how I look at life in general, right? How I look at life in general, simply because we understand out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, right? Um, but we, we also get that uh, because where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. Now, for me, and let me, uh, for those that have been on the call for quite some time, you understand um, and have been exposed to my journey. And my journey specifically was money for me was a cure-all. Money for me was a safety net. Finances for me was the very thing um, that I trusted to take care of me. Uh, the reason being is because in my mind, some of the systems that were supposedly employed um, to protect me and or to keep me, I did not trust those systems. So I began to covet money because in my mind, money would keep me from having to trust people. OK, in my mind, money would keep me from having to trust people. And so it was simpler for me to gather as much of the resources and finances as I could, because then I wouldn't have to depend on anyone to care for me. I could do it simply for myself. OK, for somebody that may be um, a, a a relatable thread that may be something that you can not only relate to, but it'll help you understand some of the behaviors. So what it does, and it does not negate or change that I was a giver, but what it did do was change that my uh, reliance was not upon the truth of God's word, nor the principles, but get this, the principles still worked, even though they were not surrendered to God. Right? So I would gain money. I would give money. And I always had some money, but it was not established on the principles of God. It was established on, in my mind, my hard work, my tenacity, my creativity, my gifts, my, you, you, key word being my. I had to unlearn how I processed why I needed money and how I got it. See, I got it in my mind um, and, and I got it visibly from doing the work. It was very laborious. There, there was lots of effort behind getting the money. I, I want to teach you a magic trick. 
if you are working 50 million jobs, if you have a whole bunch of hustle to you, chances are you are not employing kingdom financial principles. If you feel like, uh, I, I remember being at the salon, sometimes I would call it until the moon set on the roof. It would be uh, six o'clock in the morning when I'd go in. It would be two o'clock in the morning when I'd get off. By the time I got home, I was borderline about to pass out, right? I was exhausted. I was exhausted emotionally. I was exhausted spiritually. I was exhausted physically. And you could see it. It was visible, um, and while I had everything that I needed, I didn't have the strength or the energy to even spend it. So I had assistance for everything. So technically what it looked like was I was making all the money and then I was sending it right back out. I had to pay somebody to take care of my kid. I had to pay somebody to run my errands. I had to pay somebody uh, to go and take care of paying my bills. I was always working. Are you one of those people that's always working? And I promise I'm going to give you some word to go with all of this, right? So here we are um, in 2020 in the middle of a quote unquote pandemic. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this and I'm not saying this to be boastful, but I need you to hear the difference. I was exhausted today. Sometimes I feel guilty for resting, well, I used to. I don't feel guilty anymore. <laughs> My mom calls it, I'm just going to sit back and eat popsicles. <laughs> when you understand that when you are in the perfect will of God, and don't get me wrong, it does not mean that I am perfect. It does not mean that I have it all together. What it does mean is that I am learning consistently to employ the truth of God's word for my life in living and actual life, right? So let me give you a, a, a couple of uh, a couple of scriptures just to kind of put this stuff together. All right. Um, we are all familiar with Malachi 3 and 10. Most times it's taken extremely out of context. I'm going to back up to that. I'm not going to I'm not going to open with that. I'm going to start with Ecclesiastes 5 and 10 because the reality was I loved money. So Ecclesiastes 5 and 10 says, whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. So the truth is, I was never really satisfied. I always had probably more than enough, but in my mind, I always needed excess. I always needed an addition to. I always needed uh, mucho más in Espanol. I always needed uh, to expand or extend it. I was always looking for additional um, ideas, and that too can be effective if employed properly. The reality is that we are supposed to have seven to eight streams of income, but the majority of times we are told to get a good job, a good government paying job. Now we see that that particular system fails uh, based on the climate of the culture. The difference is kingdom culture, kingdom understanding, and kingdom wealth have nothing to do with cultural happenings, period. Kingdom systems are indestructible. 
Kingdom systems are designed to be fail-proof, but because we are exposed to the world system, we don't necessarily use wisdom in obtaining wealth, gaining wealth, or maintaining wealth. Our tendency is to do what we've seen done. And in most cases, uh, we have not been effectively taught financial or economical wisdom, right? And so uh, let me give you a couple of additional scriptures. All right. So concerning wisdom, concerning our, our debt. So Romans 13 and eight says this, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for whoever loves one another has fulfilled the law, the law being our extreme extension of love one to another. That is our primary responsibility. Last week, I told you uh, that our goal should be to perfect love. Something about our mindset concerning love impacts how we handle our finances and resources. I promise you it's true. Psalms 37 says, Psalms 37, 16 and 17 says, better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked for the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. So what does that have to do with the principle, Dion? So there are things that happen in our heart. And I promise I'm going to talk about it concerning the demon of greed the demon of uh, never enough, the demon of never satisfied, the demon of irresponsibility, the demon of the lust of the eye, the demon of us always having uh, an an outside agenda, something that does not necessarily line up with the truths, the principles, and the path that God may have for you. Now, ironically, even when um, I had gathered my own finances and resources, I didn't do any effective things with the money. The problem was my motive was still inaccurate. My motive was to build some things to make myself look better, make myself feel better, to fill voids and some emptiness that I had. It had, uh, even though I, I am an innate giver, it didn't have anything to do with just kingdom building and kingdom doing. There was more uh, of a motive to look what I can do. You remember him, Mr. Bill? <laughs> Mr. Bill will make a fool of you and have you uh, overextended in every area of your life and dealing with performance pressure. One of the things about impure motives is they will have you competing with people that don't know you exist. So you'll take a look around you and you'll see uh, one person doing this, another person doing that. And here you are trying to keep up with them. But the truth is that when you are in your lane, there is no contending. Can you phone for me? There is no competition. There is no one that can threaten what it is that you were designed to do. It is specific to who you are. And the beautiful thing is it is written. 
right? So the word always reminds us that no one can serve two masters. You have to hate one and love the other. That's Matthew 6 and 24. You can't serve God and money. Well, the truth is I was a servant to money. I would be exhausted about getting a dollar. I mean, and I was getting it. Do you hear me? I had a ball getting it, but I had 5 million jobs. So you guys remember that, that, um, I don't know if it was a saying or a show, amen, right? I had 12 job mine. That's what I felt like. And one of the things about kingdom finance, kingdom resource is you don't toil, right? Consider the birds of the air. Consider the lily of the field. They neither toil, right? They, they don't work hard to be. And so, so even when we talk about this, this, financial thing. And, and unfortunately in the African-American culture, we don't want to talk about money because we always think some, something is attached to it, right? It's poor exposure to bad motives and bad intentions. But the truth is that when we talk about money, let me, let me give you um, a, a good scripture to support that. It says, um, wait a minute, where's the, Okay, Proverbs 22 and 7, it says the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is the slave to the lender. That means if you have 50 credit cards and they're all maxed out, you are playing yourself, right? You are absolutely creating a silt for yourself. Um, Victor Leon, let me see. Let me block you. You always do that. Um, there are several things that you need to understand about uh, how and why uh, God allows us to obtain wealth, right? So the reality is you can't build anything with nothing. And I remember even saying uh, to the Lord, listen, honey, if I had 12 vans and seven transitional homes. I could go pick up this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. I would get portable showers and uh, build a media station and da 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 Now, this is in my season of God training me, not just financially, but training me emotionally. It is very imperative that you understand that we can't do emotional giving, emotional um, overload. And there, there's a balance that comes financially when you allow God to correct error teaching regarding finance, to correct error motives, the things that rest and manifest in your heart, um, different types of errors, he will begin to strategically um, teach you that there's nothing you can do to, to deserve financial increase. A bird doesn't do anything to deserve or prove that it's a bird. It just is a bird. Grass does not prove anything to anyone. It's just grass. Trees do not bear fruit with the expectation of an applause. They simply bear fruit, right? Every single thing that God has for us just is. Let me say that again. Every single thing that God has for us is not you being good enough, 
not you doing everything right. There is no gimmick to kingdom financial systems. Wisdom says that once upon a time, I was irresponsible with money. That, that, that wasn't necessarily my, I wasn't, I don't think I've ever just been irresponsible with money. Um, I've always cared about what finances looked like because I knew um, the Bible says that money solveth all things, right? The wisdom of God tells you that if you have enough resources and, and we talk about it all the time, we look at uh, celebrities, we look at millionaires and billionaires. The reality is uh, some of the time they don't even need money. All they have to do is show up. I want some show up money, Jesus. I, and I want some show up money. That means that when you walk into a room, people give you things, people gift you things, people hand you things. It's not, um, and, and it's not boastful. It's not proud, prideful. It is based on the system. When you understand that kingdom economics is for kingdom builders and kingdom people, it means that God has no desire to hold back, uh, resources from you because he is your source. And when you understand that the principle is employed so that kingdom can be advanced, it's not about a purse. It's not about a car. It's not about a house. It is primarily about the edification of the ecclesia in total, right? And so that means that we have certain things that we are responsible for. Um, it means that our word has to be good. It means that integrity has to be in place. It means that, and, and let me give you this, Proverbs 13 and 11 says, dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Now get this, uh, the Lord <clears throat> will allow you to be stripped of everything to reestablish your system. He will allow you to be um, exposed to a season of lack to build and cultivate gratitude. So some of us experience um, not having enough money for the month or, or having more month than money. I want to encourage you this morning to pay attention to what it is that God is teaching you in this season. What it is that God is um, trying to open up the eyes of your understanding about, because I guarantee you, he is trying to get some wisdom to you in whatever area that is, right? And so the fact that we are considered deliverers means that we have to have resources and finances in order to forge forward the agendas of heaven uh, on behalf of kingdom building and kingdom living, right? And so it means that God will begin to expose the darker places in your heart. So some of us may struggle with being greedy. Some of us may struggle with being stingy. Those are the two biggest things 
that keep you from having excess or that Ephesians 3.20 that we talk about so frequently, exceeding abundantly above and beyond anything we could ever think, hope for, or imagine. Sometimes God will allow you to go through a season uh, to determine whether or not he can trust you with abundance, right? And so he, he wants to know how you'll take it, when you'll take it, uh, why you'll take it. Will you take it at any cost? Will you take it even though you know it's dirty money? So I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys a quick story that'll make you laugh. Um, I remember in owning a salon, one of the things about beauty shop living is anything that anybody can boost is going to show up at your front door. <laughs> From clothes to refrigerators to washing machines to uh, stoves, whatever it is that you think you want, I assure you, listen, they coming. And by the time they leave, chances are they're going to be sold out, right? So I remember the very last time I bought me something hot, honey. I figured I'd save my little coins, go ahead and get this hot TV for the salon. It wasn't going to my house. <laughs> and I bought the TV and I felt a way. I, I could feel the conviction. Now, mind you, the name of my salon was Salon Deliverance. So I was already out of pocket, right? <laughs> and so I felt some kind of way when I bought it. Um, but I was like, forget it, because I don't want to see, I don't want to spend my money on a TV. And so I bought the stupid TV. And at the time I had a full, fully staffed salon. And one of my girls called and said, Dion, I was sitting under the dryer and I promise it was like somebody took their hand and put it behind the TV and knocked it on the ground. <laughs> and fortunately for me, I knew better. Um, and so it didn't offend me. I wasn't mad. At, she was terrified that I was going to be upset with her because she knew uh, that the television was brand new. But the reality was that, can somebody mute their phone for us? The reality is that when you purchase things or when you buy things with a with an impure motive, when you're trying to get over, God will always expose it, especially if you call yourself righteous living. Right. Especially if you call yourself doing what it is that God called you to do. He will absolutely make sure that nothing that you do around the corner uh, that you sideswipe, that you sneak and get it. By the time it's over, it will be torn up. Every hot shirt that I bought, every hot pair of shoes, any fancy beaded dress I bought. I promise it seemed like one string would pop loose and the entire dress would be eaten up. Again, that is a, an attempt to cut corners. That is an attempt to not pay full price for a thing. That is an attempt. Um, and that has everything to do with your character. It has everything to do with your motives. You trying to get over. Um, now, get this. Now, this this is me telling y'all know I'm super transparent um, and, and you could talk about me later. So I, I had to fully furnish my salon. My salon had nothing in it. There was no plumbing. There was no flooring. There was no paint. I had to do everything from beginning to end. And somebody is snoring for real. <laughs> You getting some beauty rest? Amen. Um, let's see if I can find you.
Okay, fine. Anyway, um, so long story short, I end up going to purchase the equipment for my salon and the man made a financial error and I didn't correct him. The amount of money that I didn't correct him about is the exact amount of money I had to pay the plumber to do the plumbing. So I want you to know that the systems are put in place, number one, to keep us honest and to keep us sound clear about what's what and who's who. The the goal at the end of the day is that we understand that every system that is created of and by God is to keep us ahead of the curve financially. If you are not a tither and your money is short, it's because you're not a tither right? If you are stingy, if you hold on, if God tells you and gives you specific instruction um, and you don't honor that, there are things that God is trying to get in your hand, but because you are concerned about what's next and what's coming next, and you are concerned about making your own provisions for yourself, you will always be in that system of appearing to live in lack. But the truth is, In kingdom, the more you give, the more comes back to you. In kingdom, the more you extend yourself financially for things that edify or build, not just you, but others, right? It it happens to not only come back, but it comes back in excess. Listen, Proverbs 13 and 22 says, a good person leaves an inheritance for their children. But a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. For the righteous, it is our responsibility um, to be financially, fiscally responsible enough so that when we leave here, there is something left. Most of us extend ourselves until everything is depleted. Most of us extend ourselves until there's nothing left. But the reality is we should have multiple streams of income. And let me find that scripture. I believe that's uh, chapter eight. Um, It it is very important um, that we have not only what we need for the now, but there should be some things there should be. You should at this point um, understand that portfolios are necessary. Right. Having some diversified finances is necessary. Some stocks, some even if it's some penny stocks or uh, some Bitcoin and some considering this world is changing. And anytime you see something that says exact change, please, at the store ought to remind you that um, we are walking towards a cashless society. If you've not done so already. Um, and that's Genesis, the second chapter. Can you mute your phone for us, please? Genesis, the second chapter, uh, the 10th verse, Genesis 2, 10 through 14. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden, then dividing into four branches. The first branch called Fishon flowed around the entire land of Hevil, where gold is found. Hold on one second. <laughs> they wearing me out. <laughs> uh, 
Um, hold on one second, because there's another scripture that says specifically um, the eight streams. I want to give you that before we go. Okay. Um, all right. I, that, I'll find it because it says it specifically about having eight streams of income. And I'm sorry, I did not grab it in advance. Um, if somebody could grab that for me, it would be super great. Please and thank you. Amen. Um, and so... In this season, as we are moving toward transition, as we are moving toward change, it is our responsibility um, to pay attention financially. When God has, for most of us, given us kind of a one-up in this season, whether or not you get it, even if you lost your job, if you still got a roof overhead, God is working. Uh, even if uh, some relationships ended financially, you still uh, have food to eat. There are certain things that God is doing in this season to refine us so that when it is uh, the wealth transfer, we are in a position, right? We are in a position to be able to do some things. We are in a position to be able to offer some things uh, to the world. We are in a position to be able to be a cure and to be a, a, a resource as opposed to always needing resources. When you understand that God's system give and it shall be given unto you good measures, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Our responsibility is to understand that working principle. That working principle is an exchange. If you are the one that's always giving, the one that's always um, in the, the situation where you are always uh, extending yourself, you are always going over, above, and beyond. But when somebody extends themselves to you, you're the one who says, eh, that's all right. I don't need nothing. I need you to know that the core of that is pride. If you are the one who, when God gives you specific instructions to give to X, Y, Z, and you are trying to rationalize in your mind how you can still make two ends meet after you give whatever it is that he told you to give, I need you to know that there is a little stingy to you and you need to find that place. If you are the one who is lazy but still wants everything to work for you, you're what the Bible calls a sluggard, and that principle cannot work if there is no effort on your behalf, right? If you are the one that has uh, all things figured out and you're the one that goes and gets the money and you hustling and hustling and hustling, if you look at what the definition of the word hustle means, it means to be dashed or grinding. That's that's the, the phrase. People, I'm, I'm grinding it out. I'm not grinding nothing out. I'm employing my gifts and my talents in such a way that I am working the things that God gave me so that I can manage the kingdom uh, processes, the kingdom places that I am responsible for financially. 
My financial responsibility is dealing with homelessness and and um, high school and college age children in getting through financially. That's that's what I'm responsible for. So there's some philanthropic work that goes with what it is that we do. My responsibility is at uh, inadvertently by the time it's all said and done, providing housing, shelter, rehabilitation programs and dealing with specific mental health issues. Those are my charges. When you start asking God, what is it that you're getting money into my hand to employ? What is it that you're getting money into my hand to do? He will start to work out the kinks in your heart that don't trust him with money, that don't believe in the working principles, that have not agreed that you don't have to do anything to be eligible for kingdom wealth. Everything about kingdom wealth opposes common sense. It seems like the less I do, the less effort I use, and don't get me wrong, I work hard, um, but I work very strategically so that I don't have to work hard in such a way that I feel like I'm grinding. To be grinding is to be dashed to pieces. And that's what I used to do. I used to grind. To hustle means that your object, objective and agenda comes from a poor core, comes from a poor source. Hustling means to get over, right? When we start to understand, the Bible says that we are ensnared by the words of our mouths. When we start to understand that some of the words that we use are created to keep us ensnared. Some of the ways and, and some of the vernacular that we use is literally designed to hold us hostage, right? And so, again, no different than yesterday, I talked about wisdom in how we use our words to empower the truth of God's word and the principles for our lives. That also relates to your finances. And I'm going to say this under the unction of the power of the Holy Spirit. If you've been on this call for an extended amount of time and you've eaten every single day, considering this is approaching our seventh year, and you have never sown in to declare victory, that's called that's stingy right so that system that principle does not work for you it doesn't matter if it's a dollar it's just it's the principle it is not the money it is the working principle there is no way you would go to a restaurant and eat every single day and never ever give the waitress a tip i just i had to say that um and once upon a time i didn't know how to say that Today, I can say it with authority. Today, I can say it and know without a shadow of a doubt, there's no hustle to declare victory. There are things that happen behind the scenes that you guys have zero clue about. It's constantly an influx of giving. It's constantly an influx of making sure people have the resources that they need. There's a constant outflow because there's a constant influx. Once upon a time, I did not um, I didn't know how to say that out loud without feeling like there was a motive or an agenda or people would think that right now. I don't, it don't matter to me what y'all think, <laughs> right? Somebody is on this line every single day and every single month. If you pick up the phone, no matter what day it is, if there's a scheduled call, somebody going to be here, even if it ain't me. And so I thank God for um, the people that consistently give 
you are beyond appreciated. There are homeless people that you feed and you have no clue. Uh, when tissue was uh, absent and not present, there are things that you do. You guys gave uh, to uh, the majority of our graduates. I still have two that I need to send money to, but y'all don't know that that's what y'all do, but y'all do it. <laughs> right. And so I thank God that I understand the working principles of kingdom finance today. Um, there's far more to it, but I need you to get this. There's nothing you can do to be worthy of kingdom principles working in your life. You cannot be good enough. You cannot be smart enough, but there are things that you do or don't do that stagnate or cause a silt in your financial life regarding um, wisdom using finances. And so I want to encourage each of you um, to begin to ask God, because as we get ready to go in to build it, real talk, all kidding to the left, there are some things that are about to take place um, that will add to a stream for some of you. And you guys know what I'm talking about. I need you to get that God wants to use our hands to build some things, but there are things that we are accountable for building that if in fact you don't have the principles of what finances are created to do, if you don't get how the system of money work and how lack often looks uh, to kingdom like absolute access, growth, and development. Ask me how I know. If you are struggling financially right now, there is a system on the inside of you that is not operating or functioning properly. There is some selfishness. Your motive is off. There is some lack of self-worth. There is some self-esteem issues. There's, there's something and I'm telling you because I had to go through that process. I had to go through the process because my motive, I was trying to hide how I felt about money from God as if he couldn't see my heart. I did not trust him with money. I did not feel like he would do what he said regarding money. This is, this is me and my confession. What's your issue? Why are you broke? That was my struggle. My struggle was if I have enough money, I can take care of myself. God, I don't need you to take care of that part of my heart. Right. If you are financially in a bind when we are in one of the greatest wealth transfers in the world, ask the Lord to reveal what in your heart is yicky because you got some yicky in there. Real talk. Okay. All right. So here we are. It's 10 after uh, seven. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and open up the call for uh, discussion. We can ask some questions. But before we do that, somebody may have joined the call. You didn't get to say, hey, what it do? Good morning, it's Kenya. Hey, Kenya girl. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Hey, Sister Tracy. Good morning. Thank you, Dondria. Yo, hey, yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, good morning Angela. Claire. Hey, Angela. Good morning. I sent you the scripture. Check your text. Uh, you, you and thirteen other people. I love my squad. Oh, okay. Never let me be. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. It's Ecclesiastes eleven and two. I thought it was, but I think uh, I had a, I, the version I read threw me off. I'm sorry, guys. Ecclesiastes eleven and and twelve, and that's I mean eleven and two. Eight streams of income. I didn't make that up. 
Good morning, Dion. Grand Didi. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's Dondria. What it do? Good morning, y'all. What it do? What it do? What it do? It's nursing. What it do? What it do? Good morning, Dion. Carolyn, good morning. Hey, Carolyn, good morning. Good morning. What it do? It's Dina. Dina, Hi, Mama. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Vet. Hey, Vet. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, it's Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Barbara out of Lodi. I am hey. taking grind and hustle out of my vocabulary. Listen, Thank listen. you for the enlightenment. <laughs> listen, it, like, I don't want to be dashed to pieces. I'm cool. <laughs> You gave the real breakdown of it. Sometimes we just say stuff because we hear it and we just get comfortable saying it, you know, and not really realizing the meaning behind it. You hear me? No, nope, I don't just be saying stuff no more. I'll be like, mm, let me look that up. <laughs> That's what's up. Good morning. It's Elsie. <laughs> hey, Elsie. Good morning. Hey, good, good morning, morning Sophia. Hey, Leolia. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It's Mona, and I'm going to take out hustle. I'm a hustler. I thought I used to be proud to say that. I'm a hustler. That is out of my vocabulary. What it do with Prosperous Pam in the house? No. <laughs> this is Prosperous Pam. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Dion. It's Priscilla. Hi. Good morning, Priscilla. I had to change apparatuses, y'all. Good morning, it's Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Hey, man. Anybody else want to say hey? I didn't hear. All I heard was my brother E. Where the rest of the fellas at? Good morning. 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 Amen. Amen. Um, all right, guys. So let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because if you're tired of being broke, you're going to do something different. You're going to keep asking the right question. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, that's you. You love to be loud. I'm going to mute you. There we go. I think I did it, but I didn't. Okay. All right. Um. Let, let's let's talk about it in, in real life, because the truth is, until I started asking the right questions, um, th there is a season, and for some of us, um, that that lack or that absence or pre that absence of the presence of money has something to do with a training piece. Okay, somebody else making a whole bunch of noise. Y'all got bricks in y'all shoes this morning? We talk about money. Everybody get nervous. 
I wanted to, uh, when you were saying, like, how the boosters would come to the shop and get everything. I had a coworker who it seemed like her little hustles was working for her. She'd do insurance hustles. I finally tried to tap in and do it, and, uh, yeah, it came right back to me. So it's funny how you'll say that, you know, you pray for certain things, and, and you get out there, and, you, and it starts working out for you. Sorry, it's Kenya. Um, and you attempt to, like you said, you know, go the side route, and you get corrected. And at that time, I wasn't saved, so I didn't understand what was going on. And I was like, to say, karma would come back mm-hmm. and bite me. And as soon as I did something, mm-hmm. I knew I was Okay, wait a minute. Somebody, somebody is wearing me out. I got to find it. Can you hold on? No problem. No, but, but yeah, that, that part. I understand. Yeah, and that wasn't karma. That was my correction. God just, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, bro, this, you know this ain't even you. This ain't how you're supposed to be getting it. Just get it the way you're supposed to get it. But, yeah, you're right about those questions, and you're always telling me about the questions, the right questions to ask, and I just got to start asking. Yeah, yeah, but most of the time we, we're we're scared of the answers. That whole entire part. Mm-hmm. Because we know it'll cost us something. What man, before he builds a house, does not consider the cost. Amen. 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 Good morning. It's real. Hey, good morning. Uh, thanks for the confirmation and to um, have exactly where it is in the Bible with the eight streams of income. So I, I got to get to work. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody I'll... was like uh, catering a whole like Thanksgiving and they were. Uh, Christmas in July uh, they were. dinner. <laughs> I guess Moni found it. I was trying. I, I couldn't. It wouldn't. I couldn't see it, but it's fine. I think she got somebody got it. Renee, Tosh, I don't know. Kenya, somebody. Hey man, anybody else? Good morning, hey, it's so Angela. Oh, okay, go ahead. Hey Angela. Hi. Hey. Hi. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about you yesterday. Amen. Um, man man so much so much it's just been so good so the place that i am in and what keeps ringing in me and has been ringing for the last few months and i even found a devotional on it and when i try and do something outside of about what i'm about to say um it feels so weird because i'm so used to um making, quote, unquote, making it happen. And that got me in a lot of trouble. But the Lord mm-hmm. has impressed on me grace over grind. Yes. Grace over grind because his grace is going to work in it. And so I was, I was, I was, I had, was in a dialogue with God about, okay, well, don't I have to do something? You know, don't I? And, mm-hmm. and that was my balance, my teeter-totter. Okay, so don't I have to do something? But then, then you said, in in it's in yeah in Ecclesiastes too and in Proverbs okay so if I don't do anything then I'm not doing something so my my teeter totter and I'm still trying to balance out that teeter totter of how much of the work do I put in so I've gotten mm-hmm. to a place to where now I prepare a meal <laughs> or I prepare what I feel the Lord is is unctioning saying what my passion is and slide it at his feet. Mm-hmm. And and wait on the how, 
and not being so interested in the how because Angie was going to make it happen. You know, Mm -hmm. reasons behind that was, you know, valid, but I allowed it to go into the wrong place of, I don't know if I want to, I never said anything like hustle, but, you know, you don't have to say some things. You can perform some things. Mm -hmm. So my place right now is a teeter-totter of allowing the grace to work in what right. putting my hands over mm-hmm. blind, over being up, you know, tired, staying up late, trying to make it happen and all that type of stuff. And he's like, no. And it's so weird. It's so weird to go to sleep and be like, okay, so this is just going to work for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was weird, but it's true. It's, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that's it's very true. Shedding in my heart. And it's been really um, difficult. Mm-hmm. So, so let me let me just say this. What my experience has been, and, and I don't want everyone to give an account for what their experience should be, but what God did was push to the surface the primary thing he put in my hands. Once the primary thing he put in my hands has now taken root, it is effortless. I'm not tired. I'm not frustrated. And the the lump sum of the resources come from something that I could do in my sleep. And then he started to, everything is tied to my personal mission statement, what I was created to do. If things don't align with what you're created to do, chances are it's not necessarily the stream he intends for you. It does not mean that it will not prosper. So you could have a... um you could have a, a home-based business, and it doesn't tie to or it, it may not be aligned to what your original purpose and intent is. Some, somebody needs to mute their line. It may not be directly tied to the thing that will leave your inheritance. It's just an additional stream. So I, by chance, created it was it was it was heavenly chance or kingdom system chance created a t-shirt line that I didn't really mean to create <laughs> I did it out of um just a response to the reality that God gives me all these things and then the next thing you know I look up and somebody else has done it <laughs> yeah and right. and you get tired of that but but that's what uh it will provoke in you to do what you were designed to do. I'm a creative. That's, that's, I've always been that, right? And so now God is teaching me how to employ that to create passive income. There are certain things that I'm designed to do, right? Those things, when you are designed to do a thing, they become your resource, right? They become the thing that, funds and finances, kingdom advancement. Ask the Lord for real about your purpose, your original intent, according to what is written in the books of you, in the volume of the book of you. Amen. There there was another question. Who was that? Amen. Absolutely. Hey, good morning. This is is Tanya. Um, Good morning, everybody. I want to tell you how much I enjoyed your word for the last um, couple of days and how timely it is. Let me let me tell you how timely it is. I'm going to make you laugh. You want to laugh this morning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
so um, I made a leap of faith um, because I understand uh, this, this scripture that kept coming up to me, and you Bible scholars will know. Sorry, this is Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> um, you, you Bible scholars or, you know, if you read the Bible a few times or whatever, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. It is the parable that Jesus um, talks about where there was a wealthy man who gave talent to um, some of his servants with an expectation that they would take those talents and they would go and invest them. Two of them did, right? So when we talk about there's nothing new under the sun, your lesson is right on point, especially in this season. That two of them made the investments, but one of them didn't. He took the money and just buried it because he was scared. <laughs> so, yeah. Listen, terrified. Okay. <laughs> so, so the Lord kept bringing that scripture to me. And it's not like I got a whole, whole lot of money, right? They kept bringing that scripture to me, and I we I tried one particular thing, and I did. When you talk about all money ain't good money, try it wasn't illegal, but it seemed like it was. Ooh, I was like, you, ooh, I don't, okay, work. Um, but it just didn't feel right, and it was a whole lot of work. Now I I've done lots of network marketing. Angie could tell you some of y'all, and I've done I've done that because I thought that was the vehicle, but it wasn't. The training was good, but that was not the vehicle that the, ha- the Lord had for me. So let me wrap it up. So I made this leap of faith, and I was like, Lord, I'm just trying. I'm watching it side-eyed. My friend, who happens to be a, um, she loves Jesus to life, but the Lord uses her very often in prophecy, happened to send me something that is specifically re- related to us and in this time period. And, Dion, if you don't mind, I would just like to read it. It's not real long at all, but I think it's going to open up some stuff for you guys, because when I heard you teaching this morning, I was like, come on, Jesus, for real? Really? Oh, my God. Okay, so so here it is. Um, So she says, um, uh, and I'm just going, okay, so she, I, I was praying to the Lord, and he began to speak to me. God showed me the heavens. It was as if you look up to the heavens to the to the left and to the right. There were all of these different openings in heaven, big holes, entryways into the earth. God said that there's an opening that has, listen, there's an opening that has taken place. He said, when you see all of this happening in the earth, all of these unusual things happening in the earth, these things don't happen in the earth first. And then heaven responds. Heaven acts first, and then the earth responds. God says there's an opening in heaven that has taken place. Oh, Sodoma. There are open heavens, open doors, open portals, open gates, open windows, open hearts, etc. There is an opening taking place right now. God said, don't wait until the country opens back up. Go after what's in your heart now. If there's something in your heart you've been wanting to do, do it now. I asked the Lord, is it only a window of time that this opening is here? He gave me the scripture. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose 
under the heaven. That's Ecclesiastes 3.1. Go after what's in your heart now. I took that word to mean that I was on the right track. And when I tell you, I'm so excited about, um, this is not a, I'm, I'm just telling you, this word to me, Dion, lines up with what you're saying. You guys, we cannot wait for whatever is in your heart. Because it goes back to motive. You got to know that God has placed it and purposed it in your heart for a reason. Stop being afraid and terrified. Like if, if somebody has that scripture right quick, I don't mean to take over your um, lesson, uh, Dion, but if somebody has that scripture um, where it talks about the talents, I could Google it real quick, but it'll take me longer. Um, um, if you have, like, if we could just share that, if you find, if you have that scripture, you could just share it. You don't have to read the whole thing, but just share what it's found. I know it's in, it's going to be in one of the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Matthew 25, 14 through 29 or 30. I knew Jackie was coming with it. I felt it as soon as I said, I was getting ready to call your name, Jackie. She, she could see it. She could see it in her head on the left side of the page. Uh -huh, on the right. Is it on the right or the left hand side of the Bible, Jackie? <laughs> and I Can you repeat that scripture? <laughs> I bet money she can see it. One through thirteen talks about the bridesmaids. Fourteen through twenty-nine, I think, talk about the talents. And the last one talks about that. Else. <laughs> so, so, so let me tell you how timely this is. I was trying to find this email that my friend sent, friend sent me. My whole computer has locked up for no reason. I can't turn it off. I'm going to have to drive all the way to Vallejo so my sister can fix it. I, this, this, is, this is a right now word. And you ain't got to pay $9.99 or $99.99 for it. But this is a right now word for, for us to grasp. Okay, I'm going on mute. Thank you. Listen, there, there are some things. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, wow, this is, okay, so, oh, this is Angela again. Okay, so when I was looking up um, the scripture for you, Dion, when you were um, speaking, I ran right into Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, and I was like, no, that's, that's not the scripture, that's not the scripture, but when I read it, when I read it, it just popped out at me, like, like jumped at me, but I kept moving, and then Tam, when you just, said that scripture, I looked, I was like, God, you just gave me that scripture like 10 minutes ago. That is, um, Tanya, I can so relate because one of the scriptures that I was living in fear about was that scripture of being, I was like, Lord, Lord, I cannot be the one with the one talent. I don't want to be the one to bury what you put in me. And for a long time, I kept saying, I feel like I'm burying it, like I'm not doing what you asked me to do. And I would just be like, okay, I don't want to stand before you and have not done what you asked. And you've given me this talent and, you know, and all I did was go and bury it. And this is, I'm, I'm just so overwhelmed right now. I'm just, it's just digging deep in me. Appreciate y'all. It's a, it's a good, hey, good morning, good morning. Go ahead and finish. No, no, no. I, I was just, just saying and, and not being funny or anything. It's a good place to sow a seed for yeah. in real life. 
Yeah. Like straight up. You can you do whatever yeah. you want to do. I, I don't need anything. My power on. I got running water. Um, I don't have no car note. Praise Jesus. Uh, because declare victory um sewed into my life in the fact that I have whole entire wheels. It, like seriously, I'm not I'm not being funny. It is impossible to plant seed and there not be a harvest. It is illegal. It is illegal for you to give and or to sow in good ground and there be no harvest. It is impossible. That's that's not a reality. <clears throat> Amen. Unless that unless that soil nasty and it happens. Right? But that's why we have discernment. Go ahead and, and finish. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay, Sheila. And that's Proverbs uh three and ten that you're talking about, you yeah, know, your yeah. first your first fruits as your barns will be uh filled. And and God I gave me that scripture maybe about a year ago. And I'm I'm intentional about sowing seeds. I do. And I don't just sow seeds just, you know, for weed harvest. I sow seeds for um a harvest that will show and um and it doesn't have to be monetary because that's not where my heart is. My heart is to see the things of God. And when I when I learned, and he told me, this was the first lesson that I learned um, when I used to buy the cars and, you know, and you, you have family members that just have access to, you know, the hookups. And the Lord told me one day, no more hookups. And I was like, hold on, God, I ain't got no 100,000 job year. You know, I can't pay full price for stuff. He said, no more hookups. He said, how do, how can I live the word that says the blessing of the Lord will pursue you and overtake you if you don't believe, if you're steady chasing the bag? You don't have to chase the bag. The blessing yeah. will pursue you. So yeah. once I learn that and I have to, I teach that to my husband all the time. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. If your work is your faith and trust in God, the job is done if you start there. So I, I try to um, make sure that the principles, the kingdom principles are set in place and that we follow those so we don't have to, you know, chase the bag. We we don't. I don't care how, how much money you have. You don't have to chase it. You don't have to chase anything because the, uh, the, uh, the power to get wealth comes from him anyway. So I just, you know, I want to share that with people that's out here trying to get the hookups and all of that. You don't have to. God is, he, he's, uh, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all that dwells in it. He, he owned a thousand cows. It's from him. So that's where you go. You don't chase nothing. You talk to him and he'll shower you. I told you just recently, you know, God blessed me and, and, you know, and it's not just monetary. It just shows who he is and that he, his word will not go out and come back to him void. If he said he'll do it. And if you trust in him, it'll happen naturally and spiritually so i just want to encourage somebody because i'm definitely encouraged by his word and by him very good thank you Shale. good morning family and i just want to piggyback on what michelle said it's dondria and god taught me that a long time um me and my sister have the same general testimony he told us a long time ago, no hookups. You're not getting away with nothing. I'm not letting you get away with nothing. And my favorite scripture that he gave me that I stand on to establish my life is, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives you the power to get wealth, to establish his covenant, which he swore to our fathers as it is this day. So he's not a man that he forgets his covenant, that he swore to us. And he only gives us money to be a blessing 
to the kingdom and to the body. And those other things that come along with that are incidental, but our work is to build the body and the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Hi, this is Tanya. Amen. Good morning. Amen. Dion, question. So when you say a good man leaveth an inheritance for the children's children and the wealth of the sinners is laid up for the just, you know that was one of my excuses for getting all the hookup stuff that came in the shop. <laughs> so, you know, all the stuff that came in the shop, I was like, well, they said, well you know, they it's built up the sinners left it for us. So is that, you know, can you stand on that? Absolutely not. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Anything stolen is stolen. It it means you take part, you partake of the theft. It, especially when we know, when we know that something was obtained illegally, we participate in the larceny. We participate in that piece, <clears throat> regardless of whether or not we will say it with our mouth. Yeah, so no, that's not the that's not the wealth of the wicked laid up for the just is opening up your bank account one day and it just be a million dollars in there and you don't know where the heck it came from. Can I say something? Uh no. Of course you can. I just wanted to highlight Matthew chapter six where he talks about the things that we don't have to worry about. Because we truly don't have to worry about anything if he already has a plan for our life. We're just walking into the manifestation. But he says in 631, so then forsake your worries. Why would you say, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? But that is what the unbelievers chase after. Doesn't your heavenly father already know the things your bodies require? So above all... So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that precedes him. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. Refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time, because tomorrow will certainly take care of itself. And that was from the Passion Translation. Very good. Very good. It it will even address things like when when you start to really employ kingdom principles as it relates to finance. If you have a problem with hoarding, there's there's some a hint of stingy to you. If you have a hint of hoarding, there's a, a, a place in you that does not believe that God will do what He said. There's there's doubt and fear that you will run out. Right. And so there have been times where, you know, I, I, I love a good deal um, and where I, I get to thinking about, well, I'm going to just buy 10 of these. And the Holy Spirit will check me instantly and say, that's not how this works. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. We, we have already been promised that we'll never suffer from famine. We'll never suffer from life. Mm-hmm. Principle. Ooh, you sleep hard, honey. Whoever. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Let me see if I can find them. Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I already, I already got it, Dion. <clears throat> okay, thank you. <laughs> that was heck of funny. Um, 
so so making the decision right um and and i'll get it um making the decision to um trust god with your finances says much about your the, the health of your heart honestly and so when we when we make decisions um to operate outside of who Jesus is cuz that's what we do whether or not we know it um we play ourselves out of the things that he already has for us it is really important that you understand and know that everything that we think we have need of is all it's doing is waiting on us to have the right posture to be in the right place it's kind of like the oil on Aaron's beard, right? Now, get this. God is so gracious that even when your heart is malfunctioning as it relates to resources, he will have things and people in place to still meet the need. If you don't do anything else, I need you to pay attention to my life, right? And, and not that I have it figured out, not that I know what's what. I have literally been operating in a place so that God can teach me and train me in some things. I've always had um, a, a, a keen financial eye, but there were some things in my heart as it concerning trust, right? My, the biggest thing was concerning trust. And I remember the day that, because uh, for a minute, like literally, he would let me get to my last. It was like the woman with the oil and the meal. And here I am, I could feel the anxiety starting to raise up the closer it got to the end of the month because I knew the beginning of the month was coming and everything was due all over again. I remember the day I said, honey, I don't know how this stuff's gonna get paid. That ain't none of my business, whatever. That's your job, Jesus. You said if I obey you, if I honor you with my life, that you would provide for me. And as soon as that thing clicked and the worry was no longer allowed to exist in my heart, that place of lack of trust was annihilated by the truth. The truth will annihilate every single fear you have concerning God's protection and provision for your life. I mean, annihilated. You hear me? Slaughtered. So now, not only am I not afraid, I, he, has a, he has his job to do. He can't lie about what he said he going to do. It's impossible. So when you understand that, you stop being afraid of stuff you think you can control. You cannot. Anybody else? Good morning. God morning. God bless y'all. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, um, I got questions. Um. I'm not going to try to reteach or repreach what you've already put because I love the decoration, but I got questions. Here's the thing. In school, I was, a lot of times, I was that remedial kid that whenever the teacher says, or during the meeting at work, whenever somebody says, has anybody got questions, my hand went up and everybody sighed because they knew I was going to take a while. Um, there's some things I understand, some things I don't. Some of the principles of giving, I completely understand. Even at times when I wasn't working or if I was working and I didn't pay tithes, I, and I'll go and repent over it, God would bless me even though I didn't do what he, he uh, told his commanders to do. 
Um, and in the giving part, I also understand the principle of, principle of anybody can accept anything as a gift that you give. That person accepted no problem at all. But as far as being in rightly standing with God's principle, I know paying tithes comes before uh, paying offerings. Um, that said, the one thing that I don't understand is with the scripture in uh, Ecclesiastes that, that you mentioned, and I've never read it or not really understood it if I've read it before, about um, eight streams of income. Is that saying that we're supposed to have eight jobs? Because eight streams of income to me says that you got eight ways of income coming in, and that goes back to my mentality of when I worked four or five jobs, I was actually hustling, giving every sense of the word. Okay. So, so I'm I'm I'm, my question is, are we are – we, Please explain the eight eight streams of uh, income. Sure. Okay. So <clears throat> the 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 difference in in eight streams, I I probably have now maybe five or six, right? Um, it doesn't mean that they are laborious. So the website that's built that makes money in my sleep. I don't I don't toil for that. I set up a system and it works for me. Um the Bitcoin and the um different investments, the stocks that I have. I don't I don't work for them. Those are streams. The two separate businesses that I have that are online businesses, I don't I don't work to make that happen. I set up I mean I do work, but not it's not um laborious work. It is just setting up systems that operate, right? So me being my my business business, I don't I don't do a whole bunch of work. I create what does the work for me. So now it doesn't mean that I don't do anything. It means that I set up systems as God gives me the strategy. Right? So say for instance, when I did hair, I did hair, I had a nonprofit organization, I was a foster parent, um, all of those things were laborious. And and chances are, more likely than not, before it's all said and done, I'll probably foster parent again because I want to have a transitional home for kids. But what I'm saying is God will begin to impress upon you the things that are necessary for you to do to operate in the full measure that he promises us. Most of us are operating in a fraction of the measure because we don't trust what's in us. I remember a season in my life where I did not trust the God in me. I'm not in that season anymore. Today is the flat-footed season. Right? So so things that you do naturally, things that you do innately. I am... Um, I do marketplace ministry. I understand business systems. I am a marketer. I am a strategic coach, right? So the the consulting and stuff that I do with nonprofit organizations or individual entities or individual persons who have business ideas, I see business without thinking about it. I said all of that to say when you have been given a God-given stream, he highlights it for you. What you do with it is up to you. The difference is, as opposed to having five jobs, 
You're not doing work. You are learning how to be. Be, being is not laborious. Being is innate. So the innate things in you that God designed you to do effortlessly are the things that produce the resources or the liquidity necessary to operate in kingdom principle and kingdom standards. You, should, you shouldn't be exhausted. You shouldn't be frustrated. It should come naturally. Anything that is frustrating, anything that is beyond, um, like you can't wrap your head around it, and I'm not saying uncomfortable, because some of the stuff is uncomfortable until you find your flow in it. It was uncomfortable for me to do business until I understood that it's what I was designed to do and I didn't have to negotiate um, how to do business. Does that make sense? I didn't have to I didn't have to come up with a strategy on how to do business. I I did it without thinking. It it's just it's it's how I live, it's who I am, it it is me being. Now, that makes perfect sense. That, that doesn't make perfect sense. I'm actually getting ready to go teach a fire class, and the class that I'm teaching at is a volunteer station. So um, at best, as far as anything monetary, I might get a lunch out of it. Um, but it's what I do. So it's not something that I have to uh, strain or at the end of the day I'm tired or worn out or Anything in that nature, it just comes natural. So that, that makes perfect sense. And in so doing now let so, me, let me help I can do this on a uh huh. Let me let me help you. So what happens mm-hmm. after that is then God begins to establish your credibility in that industry. See, right now I'm I'm like when I hang up from here, I have a, an East Coast client. I have a ten o'clock live that I'm doing, and what I did initially was I would do it for free. This is how you create and build upon your stream. What is it that you would do every day for free without that you don't have to think about? That's a stream. Whatever that is, do it for free. It's the hard right, thing for right. people to understand. So you may just get a lunch today. You yeah. keep if, if that's something that you know is a strength in you that is effortless, do it for free and then build a system that pays you to do it, right? And I promise you there are stages of it. It is called seed time and harvest. It is you planting a seed in an area that you want to see grow, right? Anytime you have um, an area that you want to see grow, and I've I've posted what's called a smart bio on my personal Facebook page. I'm going to share it in the victory room. This is something that you can create for free. We live in an online society, you guys. There are things that are happening behind the scenes where God is beginning to shift some things innately. I need you to get this. On my Facebook page, this particular um, platform that I use houses all of the streams of income that I have that are electronic. There are certain things that that show you how to invest in stock. There are certain things that you could buy a T-shirt. You can go to my uh, page and uh, make a a coaching appointment. There are several different things. The Clear Victory is there, everything. It's a free tool. And if you hear me 
set up one, even if you just start with one thing, because you can always add to it. I'm giving y'all a free game right here. But you can also um, check out some of the businesses that I do that are online services. I don't push them to death because I don't have to. They're available. They're there, right? But you need to know that in order for you to get to a place that you have multiple streams of income, you have to find the multiple things that God has put down on the inside of you. People in our culture and our society will tell you that you should just be one thing. People knew me as a hairstylist. If you say that to me today, I borderline get offended. I have not done hair in over 10 years. It's one of the things I can do. It's not the thing I was designed to do. It was part of my training. So there are certain things that God will allow us to experience for a season. The unfortunate thing is we don't understand how to shift when he shifts. We don't get when the brook has dried up. And we hold on to things that God was using as a tool to train the gifts and talents to manifest the more. Right? So it goes back to those several talents, the one, the three, the five. It goes back to those things. What are you going to do with it? So if we saw the high number at five and it multiplied, that means the reality is technically we could have 10 different streams. Right? We can have, you can have as many streams as you want, but it says at least eight. Seven to eight. That's that's what the word says. Right. And so when I when the Lord told me that, and I think Tanya, that might have been almost two years ago. I slowly started to build it. There are so many things that you could do. And considering we are in an online climate, if you are technically illiterate, it is your responsibility to know how to do business in the marketplace electronically because that's the culture we live in. We live in that world. Right. So so there are some things that you should know. There are some things that God is trying to pull out of you and don't isolate yourself to the one thing that you're familiar with. What if he's changed it? What if he's transitioned it? What if he's moving you from here to there? What if? Are you open to better? Are you open to more? This is a season of maximizing. Right? This is a season where we are growing exponentially. It's like we are we have been removed from a flower pot into a flower bed. Grow, y'all. Think more of who God says you are than the lack and the little. He's not a everything about God says multiplication. Everything about God says addition. Everything about God says more. Everything about God says Excess and access. Don't be stagnant by the limitations that you put on yourself. Take the brakes off. Mash. That's what I'm telling you. Mash. Don't hustle. Don't grind. Go. Go and ask the Lord to reveal stuff to you about who he made you to be. I promise you there's something in it. I started out tinkering with a computer. Literally, at, at almost 30 years old, scared to death of typing. I remember Tanya taught me how to attach an email, to attach something to an email. I might have been 30. And now the computer and I go together. We are a couple. I don't go anywhere without my bag. 
<laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay, so you made me laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so wait, rewind that. Rewind. I know this call is kind of long, but I I, I gotta get this. Okay, so back up. Okay, so I went and I looked at your page, and I did notice that you the way that you set it up, and you set up the different, you know, um, areas that um that you do. Mm-hmm. So, um, the the streams that are effortless and that produce in your sleep, I think what I'm running into, this is, and I know it is because I'm just sitting here and I was writing and thinking, what I'm running into is the feeling of have I did, I don't want to say completely, or did I do the first thing? that God, you put on my heart. And I think I kind of put that in a box, like that's all Angie is. Like that's what she needs to do. That's, this, is, this is it. This is your life. This is your purpose. And, and, and peeling myself out of that has been difficult because of feeling like, well, did I even really fulfill completely what you asked me to do? How can I go on to do something else? Right. So do you get what I'm saying? I don't even know if I can put that in a question. It's just I, I understand. I was listen, I was the same way forever. Right? Um, and, and while I always did additional things, there were certain things that I understand today that I didn't understand then. I understand today that every single thing about God is multifaceted. There is nothing one dimensional about the Father. He said, who do men say that I am? Some call you this. Some call you that. Well, this is what I want you to tell them. I want you to tell them that I am. If it's food, I'm that. If it's shelter, I'm that. If it's clothing, I'm that. Hallelujah. If it's uh, 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 love, I'm that. If it's joy, I'm that. If God, who is multifaceted, who is not in any sense of the word one-dimensional, if he is multifaceted and he lives on the inside of us, what in the heck do you think you are? I used to be taunted and teased about how my brain operates. I don't think one-dimensional. There's nothing one-dimensional about who I am. And I used to attempt to accommodate what people thought they saw in me. That was being a hairdresser. I'm not that. I just happened to be able to do that too. Some people will say, oh, Dion, you're a graphic designer. No, I'm absolutely not. I'm an entrepreneur. I do business. It just so happens I have the ability to do graphics. You understand what I'm saying? There are so many different layers to who we are. But it, my mom says it like this. She said, if you dig underneath the house that you live in, there are things buried underneath each layer. The further we dig in the, the, the soils of our heart, we discover who we are, but more importantly, we discover who we are not. I am not a hairstylist. I have the ability to style hair, but that is not what I am deduced to. Right? Yeah. Right. So what I had to do 
was grieve what I thought my life would be. Grief causes people to grow. When you let things go that have died, that is not my source of income. I remember the last time I combed somebody's hair. I wanted to put, if she hadn't been my friend, I would have put her out of my house and said, take your money and shove it. I don't want it. I don't want to comb your hair. This is getting on my nerves. (laughs) I promise. Like, I got annoyed. How do you determine whether or not you've outgrown something? If it causes you more grief than joy, and there was a time, combing hair was the transformation for me learning to keep secrets. Promise. That's what, that's what, and, and how to love all people and how to encourage and inspire people. I understand what that was for. When I worked for a Fortune 500 company, I remember the day I recognized why I went there. Now, while I made money, while I was employed there, I went to a program that had nothing to do with me doing my job. Just so happened that I got exposed to it while at my job, right? Sometimes God will put you in a location to expose you to a thing to take you to the true location. And what I did was I joined a Toastmasters meeting. It was the first time I understood the power of my words. I sat at my desk and I cried because I knew that day I could have left that job. But I still didn't trust God with money, so I stayed at the job because it was my income source. Right? So what what you have to learn how to do is identify the connecting points. What you have to learn how to do is get where God has opened a door and closed another and be uh, confident enough in the truth of his word to let the cotton-picking door close and quit being a scary cat. God does not take us down a, a maze. There is a street called straight. There is a straight way to access the truth of God's word for your life. But because culture and society okay. has trained us and conditioned us to trust what we think we yeah. see. that's ridiculously high. Can you yeah. can you ridiculously high mute your phone? Whoever said ridiculously high? Thank you. you. You have to understand what the goal is. God exposes us so He can expand us. Hello. Hello. God exposes us so He can expand us. When you understand that, you allow him to expose you to what it is that he wants to do. And you stop trying to figure it out. You stop being afraid of what that looks like. And you move in the direction that he pushes you, even when it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Amen. Hey, Dion. Hey, I heard two Um, folks. Hey, this is Gloria. So I just. Hey, so. Thank you so much, and and just for all the discussion, the Berean Bible that you're in, in um, Ecclesiastes eleven two, it actually says divide your portion, and since our portion is who we are, I mean it's it's all word divide your portion to seven or even eight, and it, it's like go. you know what all of what we are is what yeah. God has given us, and so God blessed yeah. me the other day. I was sitting with some guys at work. Guys who know the stock market, 
And Robinhood, we were talking about Robinhood. You can purchase stocks on Robinhood. I just did some, they were like 56 cents a piece, but it's in the mm-hmm. pharmaceutical market. And because they're yep. growing, it's going to grow. So yep. it's, it's all things, all, all ways God opens up to us that we have the opportunity by his grace and by the power of the Holy Spirit, just grab hold of. Yep. And just let him do it. So God bless you. I thank all you all. Thank you so much. Huh? All of that. Um, if you look at the link that I posted on my page, Robin Hood, Acorn, mm-hmm. um, there are several additional. Those are literally on my page, um, on that page that I posted. Just for people, if you're looking for something that's super safe, it goes up and down, it fluctuates, take about $50 and buy you some pennies, some small pharmaceutical stocks and leave it there. Don't worry about it. Check out some Bitcoin. You may not understand it, but take the time to figure out what it is. Ask the Lord to literally connect you with people. That's how I started doing it. I've had Bitcoin for years. And I just don't fool with it. That's an additional stream, right? So there are so many things that God will get to you in your hand if you let him. You just got to let him, and you got to not be afraid. You got to not be afraid. You got to be, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I've been standing outside my office for a while. I just wanted to share just some, that's okay, just some scriptural um, confirmations to what you said. You said about, you know, just opening up your hands. If we have a closed fist, it really is so tight that we don't give, and so we aren't generous to the extent, um, or we just don't give at all, whether generous or not. Um, And then we look at the same other, excuse me, someone's coming by, look at another fact that even with, you know, our hands being so tight that it makes it nearly impossible um, to receive anything. So looking at the, the eight streams of income, um, and looking at um, seven or eight, just looking at it figuratively, you can use those numbers however you want to, but we're talking about completion and new beginnings. So being completely complete, God gave us everything that we need in this life that pertains to life and godliness. It is he that gives us the power to obtain wealth. I think Dondria said that. I love that scripture too. He's also given us witty, witty inventions according to the King James Version of Proverbs 12. And so he says that the children of this world are wiser than the children of light. And that scripture is specifically talking about dealing with business. So isn't it interesting that we have everything that we need, that God gives us the ability, if we lack wisdom, ask God. We've been talking about this all month long, and that's been one of our key scriptures. All we have to do is ask God. He's already given it to us. What's in your hand is what he's saying to us. What have I given you? And how he dealt with that one steward that had that one talent, because he did not produce a return on what God had given him, he was punished for that. And so God is holding us accountable for what he's placed in our hands, what he's given us, whether it be money, whether it be our gifts, whether it be our talents, whatever it is, like Gloria just said, whatever he's placed on the inside of us, he's made investments on us and in, in us, and he's expecting a return. And so what he does with that, he's coming to collect, right? So we're not getting rich or we're not getting profitable, not just to live, but really it is for kingdom. So um, I just wanted to share that. Very good. Very good. Mom, I'm sorry, I, I haven't seen your your um text message. If you um if you want to talk, you can. I know you said your clothes are drying, but 
Like we we built the she shed this morning, so it's all good. <laughs> Amen. Amen, guys. Anything else before we wrap it up? Hopefully, this discussion um, has sparked some stuff in you. Um, has kind of given you a different mindset concerning um, wealth and riches. And the reality is we serve a God that owns everything. It is not um, his desire. You know, the old church used to say, you know, it's good that you suffer. Honey, shut up. That's That's not real. That's the whole entire L-I-E. And don't get it twisted. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Some of us have a journey and a course, but I believe that every single thing is um, the the grooming ground for greater. When you are in a place of, of lack and when you are missing some things, it's because God is trying to work something out in your heart. One doesn't have anything to do with the other. I, I believe that it's all part of your process, your developmental process. And so um, I'm expecting that some things will change. I'm expecting, I actually have a launch. You guys will hear a little bit more about it. It, it is a, um, and, and I'm going to say it like this, it's almost nonsensical um, considering the time, but I trust God. There are certain things that I'm responsible for in the earth. And if you know anything about me, my language is legacy. Um, I talk about legacy consistently. My grandmother with a second grade education had the wisdom uh, and the understanding to leave an inheritance for her children with the little that she had um, and every single one of her children and her grandchildren um, were left something. That's a big deal to me. That that letter uh, to, from the estate of Sadie Jackson, it penetrated my heart in a way I can't explain. And so I'm, I'm very thankful. Um, I want to remind you if, um, I won't even say if, you know that um, some of what has been shared this morning has empowered you, encouraged you, inspired you. Again, if you've been on the call for any length of time and you've never sown a seed, um, technically you, you borderline a burglar. Um, and so I just want to encourage you. This is good ground. Again, this is this is not my hustle at all. This is not even my call. This is God's business, and we honor it. And if you look up the word honor, it means uh, there's a portion of it that talks about giving and or gifting. So I just want to encourage you, um, plant a seed, $5, $20, $5,000. Who cares? Um, but you know what God is saying to your heart. Honor him with that. Uh, if there's nothing else, is there anybody that has anything before we get ready to close it out? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I got you. I got to after you, Brother E. Go, Brother E. Go ahead. Great. I yield to the, um, the, the lady. Okay, Pam, go, go ahead and then you, Brother E. Oh, I just wanted to say this is Prosperous Pam. Wonderful. This is one of my favorite favorite, favorite um, discussions. Um, it was just so good. It was like um, things to apply in life in terms of um, just that kingdom living, kingdom living, and just, I don't know, Robin Hood. I, I, that's confirmation, too, because two people have said it already to me. So it's, it's just been a fun conversation. So thank you so much for that. And 
I'm always one to talk about tithing. God is just amazing. I just look back over the years when I was just doing my own, working hard and thinking I was doing everything. And it, things are so much more difficult than when I sought God first, tithes, and he just takes care of everything. So just try it out. I'm telling you that tithing thing is no joke. So praise God and thank you so much for the discussion today. It was wonderful. Have a blessed day. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Hey, hey sis, oh, oh, awesome uh, declaration. Listen, I just got a uh, text from Cedric. I uh, just want to uh, just remind him, he said he was sorry for messing up the call. He didn't have any mute. And he also um, wants us to pray for him. He's heading into surgery, um, mm. 9 o'clock, for infection of his, of his foot. Mm. So they're concerned about him maybe losing uh, one of his toes. So, I, I, you know, I just wanted to ask if we could go through to the throne of grace for our brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Mm. And tell he didn't mess up the call at all. He just didn't know he was off mute. That's all. No big Hey, sis, I just want to say this one more. Oh, I'm sorry, Eric. Can we can we pray for Cedric before um, yeah. we end the call? Yeah, They're just so faithful, him, him and Imani. I don't know if they're still listening. But who, who goes on their way to surgery and you on a prayer call? People exactly. whose lives have been impacted by it. Um, right. Um, you know, I, I mean, really, and not to beat a dead horse, but, um, you know, I participate heavily in the call, but I also, I'm a contributor, and I have been ever since God blessed me, and I, 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 I say it unapologetically. Um, I believe that God has blessed me to be able to find some of the things because I have been so faithful here. And it is important that we support what we talk about, what has been a blessing to us. Um, and um, I just wanted to reiterate that. The other thing that I wanted to share is don't let, when you go to these different, you know, like Robin Hood, you want to be careful, first of all. You want to be careful. But if you get the recommendation, do your homework on stuff. Um, that's the other thing. But like Robin Hood, um, crypto, um, crypt, um, um, Coinbase and those different, they're going to ask for your ID. Um, and it's, it's appropriate that they do so because they need to need to confirm that, that you are who you say you are. But there are security mechanisms. So don't let that freak you out for people that is, is new for you. It kind of did at first for me. I was like, oh, my God. But it's like setting up like a bank account. They need to know that you are who you say you are so that they can prevent fraud and money laundering and that kind of thing. I just wanted to throw that out there. And, what, and can I ask a question? What do you guys think about the susu, this, uh, um, the susu flower as far as? It's, it's too much work. Yeah, that's what I said too, but I'm just it's, it's doing way, the research. Uh-huh. It's, it's way too much work, way, way, way. And trust me, if, if it was something feasible, because I'm, I'm, I'm a jumper, so I'm a risk taker. Me too. Um, I'm, I'm a risk taker. That's what yeah. I, me and Don Jerry had that conversation yesterday morning because we, you know, and like you say, do the re- I'm doing the research and stuff, but like I said, it's the same thing. It's a way, lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's way too complicated. I promise. And and I, I yeah, it's I wouldn't do it again. It's too much work. <laughs> I, I just want to say this too. I just want to echo um, what my sister uh, Tanya said. Listen, if you have a Netflix account, if you have a Hulu account, I, I, I encourage you, I challenge you to, to set up an account for Declare Victory. Now, there's enough of us on the line. 
where, you know, it doesn't take a lot to, to, to subscribe to what I just talked about. If you just make that a monthly thing and make it a habit, or you use AutoPay, how much more could this line do? How much more could we do? How powerful our ministry? It's not, we're not asking you for a lot, but if everybody gave just a little bit, Jesus fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fishes. Amen. That's all I've got to say. And I, I appreciate you. Um, there is absolutely an AutoPay um, option if you go to the website and sign up that way. And one of the reasons I'm saying it is because if you gave $5 a week, which is $20 or $25 a month or $10 a month, you know, whatever it is, there are certain people that that's what they give. And it seems like a little to you, but the reality is that the call does have an expense that I've literally been paying out of my pocket for the last seven years. And I have absolutely no problem with it. God has provided um, beyond words, right? He has kept me beyond words. Um, and so I, I just I just want to encourage you and remind you that there is power in sewing in productive ground. And and again, I'm I'm not no fancy shoe wearer. I'm not buying no handbags. I'm not interested in any of that. At the end of the day, the reality is that we have the ability to impact nations. I love feeding people. I do a lot of stuff that I don't talk about via Declare Victory because at the end of the day, everything is not a post. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not for everybody to see all the time. Some stuff is just about doing what God said for us to do. So I just wanted to um, encourage you that, you know, this is not a come up for me. This is kingdom. And that's what I'm responsible for. Where can we find the auto um auto debit? If you just go option to declarevictory.org. Just go to declarevictory.org and it will the when you hit the give link, it'll give you an option to set up recurring payments. Thank you. Dion, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that this was confirmation this shield. And I'm going to leave it at that. I thank God for the confirmation. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, right, Dion. This is Priscilla. Hey. I just want to say hey. real quick. Hey, um, this is confirmation for me. You opened my understanding in a lot of things, and you're dealing with some things because I've always been a money girl, and but I've been doing it wrong. And um, God is working with me on this. So you just, you helped me over the mountain. I'll just put it like that. I've been quiet because I'm studying and I'm just taking, soaking it all in. So I've just been taking it in. But this really, yeah, this is one of those um, teachings that, like everybody, just confirmation. It's right on time. I know there's a trading of wealth because I'm in the wealth arena big time and I see it. Um, mm-hmm. But as it relates to God, as it relates to kingdom building, as it relates to kingdom purposes, how do I relate in this? And this is helping me tremendously. And the fact that lately I not I haven't had to go after things like I've had to in the past. It's mm-hmm. just been coming to me and showing up. 
And so I like your clarification and understanding and making that distinction. And it, and God, you're like you're right. God's finances don't make no sense at all. But I love that. That's so radical. It's not supposed to. He constantly tells us he's not like the world. He's not like us. So we just don't get it, you know, until we get it. So I really appreciate on so many levels you've cleared up for me. I've taken like, I don't know how many pages of notes, five pages of notes. Just I'm, I had to get everything you said, you know. So I just want to say I appreciate you again. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. One Absolutely. last thing he said that we need to come to him as children. So remember, the young boy brought the two fish and the five loaves, and God blessed it, broke it, and multiplied multiplied mm-hmm. it and fed the masses. And that's what I used to try to tell my hustler dude. God mm-hmm. blessed it, broke it, and fed the masses. It's not up to us to do. I mean, although we do need to do some work, but we need to have the faith as a child to allow him to do his work, and we follow along and be obedient to that. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. That's real talk right there. And, you know, the the enemy will try to shame you about your little. I need you to be clear. If 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 all you have in this season is $2 during the course of your training, don't allow the enemy to, to make a, a fool out of you by thinking that's not enough. We're not about the numbers. We are about the obedience because the more you obey God, the more he gives you to obey him with. When I was on welfare, I tithed, and that wasn't even none of my money. How about that? Unemployment. Listen, (laughs) if I've got some food stamps. Even though it was it was uh, monopoly money, I tied off of my food stamps. I, I tied on my unemployment. Listen, I did it. Listen, I'm I'm just telling you that the principle has to work. Period. Has to work. Amen. All right, guys, it's 820. Uh, I have clients in just a moment. I need to prepare some things. I pray um, that you go and you grow in love. I pray that you know that God, beloved, above all I would, that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. There are some things God is trying to get to us. All we have to do is be open to better. Amen. 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 Have a great day. Have an awesome day, family. Amen. Amen. See you back, everybody. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in wisdom. Hey, good day. Love you. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Everybody pray for Cedric. Don't forget to pray for Cedric. Oh, let's do it. Let's oh, yeah. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Yeah, let's do it now.
Most gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for uh, you being uh, a bomb in Gilead. God, we thank you for our brother Cedric and for his life. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are working all things together, even for your good. I pray right now that you would be the hand of the physician. I pray, Lord God, for strength and courage, honor and power for Cedric. I pray for his heart right now, even as you are doing and performing a great work. We come again every attempt for him to be severed fully and wholly, God, and we pray that the infection would be cleared and he would begin to heal. I even pray for his appetite, Lord Jesus. I pray that his diet would be satisfying to you as he prospers and is in good health. I pray, oh God, that you would begin, even as he's under anesthesia, God, to minister to his heart, to every broken place, to everything that's lacking and missing, God, that you would get the glory and honor out of his life. We pray, Lord Jesus, that there would be a testimony that it would be overwhelming. We've seen you do it before, God, and we pray even in this season that you would do it again. We thank you in advance for a speedy recovery. We thank you in advance that all things go well, that you guide the hands of the doctor, that the anesthesia won't do anything other than temporarily allow him to rest as you begin to do the surgery internally and externally. It's in the matchless name of Jesus. We declare it, we decree it, and we consider it done. Amen. And God, we bless you. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Have a great, great day. You too. You too. Bye. You too. Be blessed, everyone. Be blessed. Thank you. And we love you too, Pumpkin Pie. Have a good day. Thank you.